Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's better than this? Guys being dudes here on the Draft Dudes podcast. It's Joe Marino, Kyle Krabs, and Chris Schubert, who's very mad at me for casting shade on all the New York Mets transactions yesterday in our text messages. But anyways, that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to do the Wednesday or Tuesday, whatever day of the week this is, episode of the Draft Dudes podcast. We're picking up our mock draft that we started yesterday. And this podcast is brought to you by our friends over at Bet Online, which is the number one spot to place all your bets regarding sports. They have pro and college hoops, NFL, you know, the bowl games are coming up in college football, NHL, UFC, boxing. They even have your favorite Vegas casino games. And if you sign up now, They'll give you a welcome bonus, a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use our promo code, which is Believe. That's B-L-E-A-V. As I've told you every day, Bet Online is where the game starts. Kyle, what's up, man? Today's episode is also brought to you by the letter F, which is what I would give that intro from Joe Marino oh. today on the show. Oh. Listen, oh. I piece it together. You know, we got through it. We're here. Everybody knows who we are, who we're sponsored by, and what we're doing, right? It's uh, it's well, a rare Victory Tuesday, gentlemen. Victory Tuesday. Victory Tuesday. Well, not really, because the results of Monday Night Football uh, did negatively impact what we did yesterday on the show. And, Chris, obviously you are reveling in the fact that the Seattle Seahawks at this point have traded a top-five pick as part of their two first-rounders <laughs> that were sent for. Or Jamal Adams, can I, who had can I just a pick make, last night. Just want to make one adjustment to that. The Seattle pick is actually a better pick than the Jets pick. The Jets wow. greater than sign Seahawks. That's the point I want to make here. On the wow. Show. So Damn. anyway, <laughs> so anyway, uh, the results of Monday Night Football last night resulted in an update to the MDM, as is always the case. Uh, so there's the updated draft order, thanks to our friends at Tankathon at this point in time. But the problem with that, which we didn't really think through all that well, no, not was <laughs> we did picks one through 16 of a mock yesterday before Monday Night Football. And then a game happened and changed the order. And Washington went from ninth or eighth to 19th playoff because they team. won. So they're now a playoff team. Once again, a losing record Washington football team. Our football team, right. though, Joe. The, the, that the I fanfare the over. for this podcast is yep. alive and well. Right. And uh, they, they got a bunch of division games left, so they might mess around and F around and, and make the playoffs again. We'll find out. But anyway, we digress. The point is there have been some administrative changes because when we loaded up to do the podcast today and use MDM to finish – 
The order wasn't the same, which means you can't keep the same picks we had yesterday for just a handful of teams. So there are some things that are going to change. And I would kindly ask Chris uh, as uh, the MC with MDM up that we are all looking at to kind of walk through what those changes were. So the big thing was Washington was picking eighth in yes. our conversation yesterday. They are no longer yes. doing that, which slot, which slid the Eagles into that spot. The first seven picks from yesterday, still the same. They're the same players. If you remember yesterday with the eighth pick, by the way, if you haven't listened to yesterday's show, go listen to it. Get the uh, hell the out eighth, of here and go and then come back. With the pick yesterday, they took Andrew Booth, did the Philadelphia Eagles. Well, now, because Washington, who took Derek Stingley with pick eight, are no longer in pick eight. That pick belongs to the Eagles. The Eagles are like, thank you very much. We'll take Derek Stingley with pick number eight. Now, everything else stays the same for a little bit. Ojabo, Charles Cross to the Panthers, uh, the Marvin Leal. Now the Vikings are a new addition. They come into 12. So they're, they're the other part of this Washington to 19 thing. They get welcomed in, into this party. They're going to take Andrew Booth at number 12. Then Olave stays at 13. Jaquan Brisker is at 14. Now yesterday on the show, we made some picks for the Pittsburgh Steelers, Steelers and Broncos. And the Broncos at 15 and 16. It's a little change now. The, the Browns now have to pick at 15. The Steelers pick at 16. The Broncos are going to pick at 17. So we have to we're, – we're now starting at pick 15, even though this is supposed to be pick 17 through 32 here on the show. <laughs> we're starting at pick 15. Hopefully you stayed with me so far. Is every, so everybody on the same page. <laughs> so we're going to make a pick for the Browns. And then if, if this Browns pick isn't a problem, the Steelers are just going to pick Kenyon Green. The Broncos are just going to pick Desmond Ritter, and then we're going to be right back where we need to be. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, that's the plan. Yeah. So now, now you can understand why Joe's brain melted on the intro because we had worked through all this in the five minutes before we started. <laughs> and, he, and he had said, I'm not doing it. I'm not going to be the one that's explaining this. I'm not this going to, so quit asking. All right? right. I can't get through the same introduction I'm supposed to do every day. You think I'm going to be able to pivot and work through all that? No. So now, so now the Browns great, are on Joe. the clock, and I believe. Dun, 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 dun. If we stay the same as yesterday, this is Joe with odds. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. All right. We're going we're going with a wide receiver. Chris, you're going to have to really run point here. Uh, all right. So wide receivers are on the board here. I like for them Jamison Williams, wide receiver from Alabama. <laughs> this team needs playmakers on the perimeter. That's exactly what Jamison Williams has been for Alabama this year and um Man, he's explosive. He wins at every level of the field. He can win after the catch. And I just feel like this is the juice that the Cleveland Browns need at wide receiver. Is that a Jarvis Landry pun? No, but juice. It, yeah, that wound up being juice, pretty juice good. Landry? Yeah, yeah, I got you. Uh, yeah, so I like that pick. Jamison Williams, uh, which means Pittsburgh, who picked Kenyon Green yesterday at 15, is now going to get Kenyon Green at 16. And uh, the Broncos, who picked Desmond Ritter, quarterback Cincinnati, at 16 yesterday, are now getting him at 17, which means now I am on the clock with the Las Vegas Raiders, Raider Nation. And uh, we don't know what's going to happen with Mike Mayock. But what we do know is there does appear to be a bit of a marriage between some team need here and the best player available for us on the board, mm -hmm. which is Georgia defensive tackle Jordan Davis. We're not going to overthink this. We're going to pick Jordan Davis and we are not looking back. Uh, he's a monster in the middle. You think about him and his presence along with some of these speed rushers that they have collected, and you get really excited about the potential for that defensive line for the Raiders. Let's go ahead and lock that in. All right, Washington football team here at number 19. I'm now responsible for this pick. Congratulations on the win. It cost you Derek Stingley. It's worth it, though. Going to the playoffs matters. A lot of football left, though. Here's the deal. 
I feel like we got to go quarterback here for Washington. You know, Taylor Heineke is definitely a, a, a reasonable player, a guy that I think you'd be really happy to be your backup quarterback, not necessarily your long-term solution. And when I look at Sam Howell, Malik Willis, Kenny Pickett, they're all on the board. And I can see Washington have, having some interest in any one of these guys. Predictively, <laughs> this quarterback class is tough, man. I could see any one of those guys being the player. Um, I am which going. Which is the player, Joe? That's the question. Do you have convictions which about any of these guys? I don't know. I would um, not want to be picking a quarterback in the first round this year. No, no, no. But we're going to do it here because teams are going to do it, right? Like that's the NFL has told us that that right. they're going to pick these quarterbacks. Kenny Pickett's the pick out of Pittsburgh. Kenny, two gloves, Pickett, going to come in, run Scott oh Turner's God. offense, get the ball going, get Terry McLaurin going just like Jordan Addison. They got a nice little running game potentially there. You know, Antonio Gibson's got to find a little bit more consistency. So we're going with Kenny Pickett here because predictively I feel like, I feel like the NFL is kind of buying in on him. So that makes the Los Angeles Chargers go, Chargers go. Uh, the team that is on the clock now at pick number 20. And uh, they, thank you, Chris, are not going to be drafting a quarterback. Um, as I look at best players available uh, for this team, and I kind of cross-check it with what we perceive to be their team needs, Chris, I would love to know what their pass rusher, the pass rushers available looks like. My Jay Sanders, Drake Jackson, Trayvon Walker. Some of the BPAs here uh, at the edge position, and I have pretty consistently mocked them, my Jay Sanders. I am not going to mock them, my Jay Sanders here, but I am going to mock them an edge player, and it is Trayvon Walker, the edge from Georgia. The nice thing about the town, the tough thing about all of these Georgia defensive players is they're all surrounded by studs, right? So the million dollar question is who are the difference makers. But I look at Trayvon Walker and what he's able to do as a guy who moves around a fair amount within the Georgia front. And I really like that combination for the Chargers when you think about them trying to replace Melvin Ingram and having a complimentary piece to Joey Bosa. So Trayvon Walker, he's not quite as uh, lean. He's probably not as twitchy as my Jay Sanders, but he's – Probably a little bit more from a body type perspective in line with what they had in Melvin Ingram. So Trayvon Walker, Edge, Georgia, Georgia, SEC, playing in a big game oh, wow. this weekend. Championship game. What could be better than guys being dudes on the road? Come join us, the Draft Network and Bud Light Seltzer. We're going to bring the party to the SEC Championship game in Atlanta, Georgia, this Saturday, December 4th, and we would love to see you there. The Draft Dudes, the TDN team, we're all going to be hanging out, playing games, giving away swag, and enjoying potentially several Bud Light Seltzers right across the street from Mercedes-Benz Stadium. It kind of looks like a big thing, a Chinese takeout, but it's beautiful. Uh, right in the CSX lot ahead of the 2021 SEC title game. Come on out and join us for an afternoon full of fun and football with the Draft Network and Bud Light Seltzer in Atlanta. The guy that I'm going to pick for the Miami Dolphins here at number 21 does not play in the SEC. 
very far away from the SEC. I don't know if Kyle's going to like this pick or not, but he's getting it. Linebacker, Devin oh. Lloyd from Utah. Yeah. Oh, I got a yeah from Kyle, and, and that, that means a lot. That means hey, a lot. So, mucho. <laughs> here's the thing. I know that it feels like a lot of Dolphins fans would like offensive line help, um, yes. even maybe some wide receiver help. I think yes. Miami's got to look for that help in the form of veterans. And to me, maximizing the value with this pick would be selecting Devin Lloyd, who is a do-everything linebacker that they can pair with Jerome Baker on the second level of that defense and get even better, right? Like, I feel like this Dolphins defense is extremely potent. They got some young, like, up-and-coming potential superstars and Javon Holland and, and Jalen Phillips and some really nice core pieces that are in place, obviously, the corners and what they have in Christian Wilkins and they should probably bring back Emmanuel Agba, and they've got Baker wrapped up. They need that that guy next to him that can play downhill, that can play in coverage, that can be better than a Landon Roberts. Devin Lloyd is that player, and I think this is a great pick for them here at 21. That's a low bar to clear to be better than what they got opposite Baker now. But uh, the exciting <laughs> thing about Lloyd is the fact that he is a do-everything player. Since they signed uh, Baker to the contract this offseason – have felt like he's stepped back a little bit. And it's because he's be, he being asked to do a lot of different things that ideally his body type would not be in a position to do. And then you have Devin Lloyd as the foil to that. And I think it makes Jerome Baker better. I think it makes that thud between the tackles player better. He's good in coverage. So I like that a lot. So, Joe, I really appreciate yeah, you hooking you. my team up uh, with a really good football player. And I agree with you about veterans on the offensive line. So I say that to ask you, it is the holiday season. (laughs) Is there anything you would like at pick 22 for my consideration, anything you'd like me to consider because the Buffalo Bills are on the clock and I am making this selection. And I do want to return the favor if I can. Well, I think the, the, the mock draft machine has done a great job of identifying the Bills' top needs. Interior offensive line, interior defensive line, and wide receiver. So you give me a player that I like at one of those three spots, and your boy will be happy. Well, you and I had an interesting conversation about uh, the potential rebrand of this podcast that Chris is unfamiliar with, <laughs> but it's the uh, the no yak guys, right? All the, the two teams oh, that are, are the no worst, yak podcast, the no yak podcast, the two teams in the NFL who are worst in yards after catch are the Miami Dolphins and the Buffalo Bills. Four point three. Don't wait, Kyle. We cannot exclude the Chicago Bears. Page, you're part of this. You're part welcome, of welcome, no Page. Yak so podcast. welcome to the no yak podcast. Three way tie. Four point three yards after catch per, per completion. <laughs> So I say that, and I see Jahan Dotson, wide receiver from Penn State, is on the board. And um, you know, I don't necessarily think that the Bills' offense is broken, but having a player who can create with the ball in his hands will be a nice and additional layer to have. You think about it was John Brown, and this year it's Emmanuel Sanders. And uh, Dotson's a more dynamic player with the ball in his hands than both of those guys, and he's a good vertical receiver. And knowing how much of the the Bills' passing volume goes through the wide receiver room, go ahead and put me down for Jahan Dotson, wide receiver, Penn State University, for the Buffalo Bills. Wow, Brandon Scherf in free agency to play left guard and Jahan Dotson in the draft at receiver? Slow down. He's coming to South Beach. Relax. Wow. (laughs) I'm really excited about what you've been able to accomplish here. All right. The Detroit Lions are up next, number 23. 
their first pick was Aiden Hutchinson, right? The number one overall pick. Shuby's got quarterbacks up. Like I'm gonna. He force went right one to here. it. Like he I'm gonna right force to one of these guys. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not doing that to Detroit because, and this will be a conversation that we'll have on this podcast. It'll be a conversation we have in our staff meetings. Drafted like, players. Yeah, you can't. I can't. The, Detroit needs a franchise savior at quarterback. You think I'm going to do that like to one of these guys right now? No, I'm not doing it. <laughs> we need help at wide receiver so that whoever this quarterback is eventually going to be, and it looks like next year's group could could be pretty exciting. Let's get them Traylon Burks from Arkansas. Ooh, I, like I like this it. pick. Uh, get the RPOs going with the glance routes to Burks. You can get him the football in creative ways, physical down the field. They need playmakers, right, in the passing game. Traylon Burks has been that for Arkansas, and I think he gives them a, a realistic chance to give them a target they can you know, funnel the passing game through and, and really advance it moving forward. Which puts the Cincinnati Bengals on the clock at 24, and, and I'm looking at best available offensive linemen. Uh, I do think Cincinnati's offensive line has stabilized to a better degree in performance level than I had anticipated uh, that they would. And I, I do want to give them credit for that. Uh, but best available offensive linemen include center Tyler Linderbaum from Iowa, Darren Kennard, a potential uh, guard or tackle from the University of Kentucky, Trevor Penning, uh, Northern Iowa at offensive tackle. And uh, then you got a, a local kid in Nicholas Petit Frere uh, from Ohio State. Oh, man, this is not easy. I think in, in the spirit of drafting in the AFC North, where you see you know, Pittsburgh runs some odd front, uh, Cleveland's got some dynamic guys outside in Pittsburgh, of course, with, with TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith. And then a, a Baltimore is a, a team who has some heavy hitters both inside and outside, and they're very blitz heavy. I think I'm going to take Darren Kennard from Kentucky. Ooh, I, think he's, I think he's the fun. best fit for who do you have to play in that division twice a year and also – pretty solid in pass protection but a really nasty guy in the run game we obviously just saw joe mixon kind of run all over um this past weekend he had a massive massive game in their big win over pittsburgh so give me darian Kennard. I, I like that stylistic fit and the fact that he has some flexibility to play guard or tackle you know kyle some people think that offensive linemen aren't sexy picks i disagree they are great picks they are never dull and you should oh, never give somebody again Dull gift ever again. My Check God, out Lightbox, which are lab-grown diamonds that are the brightest gift you can give this year. Using cutting-edge technology and innovative techniques, they've cracked the science of sparkle, creating the highest quality lab-grown diamonds you can find at a light price, only $800 per carat. They have the same chemical makeup of natural diamonds, but they're just grown in a lab. Because of that process, they can create stones in bluish pink and beautiful blue, as well as classic white. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the gift they'll never want to take off priced so that they won't have to. They really do make any outfit sparkle. Visit lightboxjewelry.com to add sparkle to your holiday shopping. That's lightboxjewelry.com. Lightbox diamonds 
never a dull moment, just like there's never a dull moment in a draft dude's mock draft. The Dallas Cowboys next on the clock. Chris oh is trying to stop me. What's going on well, here? I, I was just going to say, my guy heard that he got an F for the opener of the show, and he said, watch this. I'm going to nail my segues. On, on both of his segues and reads. So he Listen. said, oh, I, I hear you about this F I got on the intro. No thanks. Yeah, th- well, thank you. Glad glad to, to bounce back. You know, that's what I'm looking for. Bounce back performances. Dallas Cowboys, number 25. There's a player that I can't stop mocking to them, and I'm not going to. It's Daxton Hill, safety from uh, Michigan. I just feel like he's that playmaker that they need to kind of bring this secondary together. You know, they, obviously Trayvon Diggs is coming into his own in terms of taking away the football. But, you know, a guy like Daxton Hill and the athleticism that he brings to the table can really impact the way you can play defense because of his range and him kind of, you know, thriving as a slot player. He can play as that rat in the hole type guy. I mean, he's limitless in terms of what he can do on the field that will make this Dallas defense that is, you know, taking some steps forward this year, even better. So I love this fit and I'm not moving away from it quite yet. Is there anybody you're surprised to still see on the board here? Is the yeah. Kansas yeah. I'm City glad you said 26 that. come up. Glad you said that. Tyler Linderbaum. You want to know why? Because somebody accused me of finessing my mock draft on Monday so that the Bills could draft Tyler Linderbaum at 22. Well, guess what? He's there at 26, people. He's a phenomenal player. Um, but projecting that into universal systems is right. tough, right? Because he's 290-pound right. center. And, you know, that's that's the track record there does include Jason Kelsey, which is worth – Kelsey, Kelsey, whatever, <laughs> whatever they decided when they woke up today, the historical pronunciation of the name was. But oh, Kelsey was drafted in the fifth round, and, and yeah. that's kind of that's not a great track record that the NFL has communicated in which they're going to believe. Now, I did Linderbaum this week for TDN. He's one of like my five highest graded players in my region. Like he's a phenomenal player, uh, but I do not think he's a one size fits all guy. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs here on the clock at. 26 and I really really want to take Garrett Wilson the wide receiver from Ohio State but I don't think I'm going to because Kyir Elam is available um, at the cornerback position Kansas City their their defense they're they're looking for some stability they've made a lot of investments in the offensive side of the ball they've got some young wide receivers still that they're still waiting to get maximum return on investment on uh, you're, you're looking for Clyde Edwards Hilaire to blossom in the way that you think that you can, and you still have Travis Kelsey and you still have uh, Tyreek Hill. So I'm going to go on the defensive side of the ball, take best player available, just so happens to be a corner in a division that uh, has some, some pretty dynamic passing threats. Kyir Elam, cornerback, Florida, the pick here at 26. All right. I got the Tennessee Titans here at number 27, Kyle. And, uh, you know, the Titans, they, they lost that Derrick Henry guy, that running back, real good running back. Some people might've, said he was on track to be the NFL MVP. Well, guess what? This guy leaves. They get a couple guys off the street, Deonta Foreman and uh, Hilliard. Uh, hey, to don't slander Deonta Foreman, man. Listen, both I those like guys had 100 yards against the Patriots. It's almost like you can replace running backs, but they but didn't they have A.J. Brown. You know points. what? You know what, Kyle? They passed for 93 yards. It's harder to replace receivers and running backs. Let's get let's get this team a receiver here that they can uh, oh. pair with A.J. Brown. No. Kyle's all upset. I don't know why, but don't do it. I'm not picking Garrett Wilson. Don't worry. This won't give me Garrett Wilson. No. Cool. 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 cool, The Titans have done this thing lately where they draft injured players, you know, Jeffrey Simmons, Caleb Farley. 
Well, let's keep it going here. Drake London out of USC. He's got the injury. And, um, you know, I think that could push him down the board based on the performance he had on the field this year, over a thousand yards and eight games played. I mean, the volume was there. This guy was dominating, dominating week in and week out. He gives you size, gives you route running ability, ball skills, tremendous hands. Dre Harris in our TDN scouting meeting yesterday said that he's a superior prospect to Michael Pittman. That'd be a great pick for uh, Tennessee here at 27. Okay, so now I am on the clock with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I'm very excited here because I think this has just fallen into my lap. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Ryan Jensen is an expiring contract for the Bucks, and he's probably going to command, what do you think a fair amount would be, Joe? $12.5 million per yeah, season? Yeah. Don't forget Kappa's a, a free agent at right guard as well. Right. So Tyler Linderbaum that phenomenal center prospect that we were just talking about. Mm. Could you imagine if he ends up going to freaking Tampa Bay and playing with Worfs? Man, you finessed this entire mock draft so that I did. you can make that I happen. Did. You're, you're welcome, Tom Brady. Give me a call sometime. Yeah. We'll talk about it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, there you go. Tyler, Tyler Linderbaum, <laughs> you got two inspiring contracts on your starting offensive line. Let's go ahead and take the best player available, uh, in my opinion, which is Tyler Linderbaum at this point at 28. I got the Patriots here at 29, and I know that we don't have a lot of time to go off the rails, but I thought it was interesting in my studies of the Patriots today that they've benched Michael Onwenu. They're starting Ted Karras at left guard <laughs> over him, and Onwenu is the utility blocker. He was playing right tackle while Trent Brown was out, and Trent Brown came back, and they put him on the bench. All right, so uh, the Patriots <laughs> got to make a pick for him here. Um, man, here's the deal, dude. How do they not pick Ahmad Garner? Like, what's he doing on the board here at 29? I'd love to give them a receiver like Garrett Wilson would make a lot of sense. Man, Trent McDuffie's here too. And the thing is their pass defense is so good. Right. But it's like they're not they don't even have a and true JC slot Jackson's player right now. In. Yeah, but they don't have a true slot player right now. They're like <gasps> platooning what, Bledsoe, what do you think? man. Joshua do you think Bledsoe. That's gonna, they're playing Adrian Phillips. Bledsoe's hurt. Bledsoe's hurt. Yeah, but I'm saying long term. Yeah. I like Bledsoe in that role in Missouri, but I digress. Go ahead. Go off, King. Especially for that, especially for that team that likes to play matchups. Yes, and stuff. yes. I just there's such good cores available. Amar Garner and Trent McDuffie. All right, this t- here's here. I'm going to reel it back in. The most important thing for the New England Patriots is the continued development of Mac Jones and making sure that he has what he needs to be successful. And I'm unimpressed with Kendrick Bourne, Nelson Aguilar, and Jacoby Myers as a top three receiving tandem, right? Like, it's serviceable. They're making it work, but they can get more dynamic. Let's get them more dynamic right now by drafting Garrett Wilson, wide receiver, wide receiver Ohio State, can play inside, outside, route runner, good ball skills, good hands, physical type player. He can round out that receiving core. Okay, so the Green Bay Packers are on the clock at 30, and I'm going to draft Nicholas Petit-Friere from Ohio State. He's played left and right tackle, which I think is important to note. They have Billy Turner starting at right tackle. You get an opportunity to get a a really toolsy guy who needs some development still as far as his fundamentals. He's been tested against some of the better competition, uh, as Joe sent me in a text in one of our many, many, many off-air conversations (laughs) over the course of every single week. And and there's some interesting storylines to get into there, but I think about him having experience on both sides of the line, staying true to the the goody ideologies in drafting and not drafting linebackers and wide receivers and all these things that you'd like to ideally see Green Bay do to, to fully round out their roster. 
Petit Friere uh, at, at 30 for Green Bay for me. Two slam dunk picks available here for the Baltimore Ravens at 31. Yes. Sauce Gardner's here and Trevor Penning, Kyle. I mean, Ronnie Stanley, back-to-back years, season-ending injuries at left tackle. They don't really have a right tackle. I'd love to go Trevor Penning, but – Bro, like Ahmad Garner is here. He's on the board. Like, how do you not pick him for a team that likes to be physical and use that length up at the line of scrimmage? And this is yeah, what Baltimore you gotta worry does, about Marcus man. Peters. Right, you gotta worry dude. About keeping Marcus Peters with your cap situation. Let's just get Ahmad Garner and move on and do the Baltimore Ravens thing that they do every year. Just some great player falls to them, and same thing happens here in the draft, pick, dudes. Pick November in. mock draft. Take them and don't look back. Yeah, right. so Arizona Cardinals are currently on the clock with the best record in the NFL. And they're also going to go with the corner. Chris must have known because he put the mouse right over him. Trent McDuffie, the corner from Washington, he's really, really scrappy. And, and Arizona's had some success with Washington DBs. So we're going to continue that trend. And, and uh, you know, McDuffie doesn't necessarily have the best ball production, but he's also not getting targeted a whole lot because he is very, very sticky in coverage. One of these quick, rapid fire guys uh, with his footwork. So that's going to go ahead and put a bow on the November mock draft here on draft dudes. We hope you guys enjoyed. I know I certainly did. It seemed like Joe and Chris enjoyed themselves, uh, but we thank you guys for tuning in. We hope you hit subscribe. Come back and see us again tomorrow. If you're going to be in Atlanta this weekend, swing by for the Draft Dudes tailgate with our friends at Bud Light Seltzer. Kyle Krabs, Joe Mina, Chris Schubert, thanks as always for watching the Draft Dudes podcast. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.